So, Jennifer, what book did you read? So I read uh, Mercy, Ministries of Mercy, The Call of the Jericho Road by Timothy Keller. And what, what, what's it about? <laughs> um, first of all, I'm going to read what I wrote because um, it was a meaty book, 300 pages, so it was, there was a lot in there for me to kind of put together and so that I don't stumble over my thoughts. I'm going to go ahead and read it. Um, so the author, Tim Keller, um, in the prologue, um, looks to the story of the man who was brutalized along the road to Jericho as the intro of the idea um, of Mercy Ministries. Um, the road was dangerous. It was also known as Bloody Way, since it was uh, treacherous and the perfect place for robbers um, to make their attack. Um, yet a priest and a Levite uh, chose to walk on um, by leaving the beaten man to suffer on the road. Um, Tim Keller, as he quotes, we should not be quick to scorn these men or we may discover we are con um, convicting ourselves. And I'm going to paraphrase the rest of it. Um, consider how you might react if you were anxiously taking a shortcut through a dark alley. You see a hurt person, but there is evidence of thugs in the area uh, who are watching you. What would you, do? what would you do? Yet these men were officers of the Lord. They were charged with helping those in need. Despite all of our conditions, um, despite all of the conditions, it was the enemy of the Jew, Jews who showed this man compassion. Uh, Tim Keller quotes, Our Lord attacks the complacency of comfortably religious people who protect themselves from the needs of others. So how did Tim Keller define the subject? Uh, Ministry of Mercy comes from um, Luke 37, uh, the story of... Um, the, the man who walked along the Jericho Road. When the lawyer, lawyer responded to Jesus in the story of the Good Samaritan, that it was the one who showed mercy that was the good neighbor, and Jesus replied by saying, go and be like him. Um, and he quotes, it is the command for us to provide shelter, finances, medical care, and friendship to anyone who lacks this. Uh, then Tim goes on to explain, um, our neighbor is anyone in need. Um, the book is then broken into two different um, sections. Um, it is broken into principles of mercy and practice of mercy. Um, in the principles, um, he goes on to explain understanding others' felt needs and following through with deeds. It is a focus on the social and physical needs of these people. For us, it's living a balanced lifestyle so we can help those in need having a balance focused first to our covenantal uh, poor and then to all people. And those people are neighbors, strangers, and even our enemies. Our mercy comes without conditions, but yet it demands change. Uh, he then quote, uh, is quoted by saying, We uh, may cut off aid only if it is unmerciful to continue it. Let mercy limit mercy. Finally, ministry of word and deed must be balanced, the single end of spreading of the kingdom of God. He states, to say that social concern could be done independently of evangel evangelism is to cut mercy loose from the kingdom endeavor. The second half of the book is then broken into practice of ministry. 
This is where we get involved. Um, he then goes on to explain how to motivate and cultivate the church to put this into practice using the idea of a garden as a picture for this to happen, how to make a plan, find our calling, establishing goals, managing our ministry, and maintaining good church balance. Uh, the church must think big. If God is for us, who can be against us? So what did you find like encouraging that we could pull away from the stuff? Because it sounds like it was a pretty heady book. Yeah. Yeah, um, the book provides multiple examples of Real Mercy Ministries from churches throughout this region, in fact. There's a lot of examples, especially in the Philadelphia area, um, that were listed in here. So that's really good to kind of utilize and, and know what's been done already. Um, it can be very helpful in structuring our congregation as we come up with our plan um, we all have multiple skills and gifts. Um, the book encourages us to come up with a service bank. Um, by that, coming up with our list of skills, what are we good at, um, how, how are we good at it, um, and listing them on a, and having that handy for our congregation. Um, when opportunities arise, we can go to those people who have those skills um, to utilize those skills and know how we can involve those people. Um, this can be where even our Hocassin campus um, could be involved if they want to be involved as well. For example, our plan, one of our plans is to get, since we have so many people here involved in education, if we were to get involved in um, local opportunities for education and then we find out, say, a child has a parent who's having car troubles, and we know somebody in our congregation who works with cars and is wanting to put themselves down in our bank. They could be somebody that we can turn to to say, hey, can, can we help this parent who has very little money? Let's try to get their car working. Um, yeah. <laughs> is there, was there anything that stuck with you, like, through the 300-some pages? <laughs> like, what, what is, like, hanging on to you? Yeah, I actually return to the prologue, actually, the story at the beginning. Um, it's been very easy to do what is comfortable before taking a risk, putting myself in a place of vulnerability, knowing there could be danger, um, there could be hurt, uh, even frustration while walking the line um, with somebody who is in need and who is suffering. Um, every day we live and breathe, there is trouble lurking. Uh, why not be a risk taker? Sparing time to understand others' felt needs and taking action to do. And um, uh, Eric said it, and he, I'm going to repeat it. Break my heart for what breaks yours. Thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs>